0: ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive, brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC.
1: Welcome into the Wednesday, April
0: 20th edition. The
1: Drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Our producer this afternoon is Ryan Serk. We're going to say farewell to him tomorrow, but today is his next-to-last day, his penultimate episode of The Drive. So glad to have him along with us as we get you home safely. And, of course, if you're listening on our podcast, thank you as well for downloading the show. You can be a part of the program by calling us at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. The text line is open as well. 304-396-8255. 304 396 8255 that is 304 396 8255 I love already checking into the text line and uh, seeing if uh, we got anything from yesterday or anything early and of course we're going to get all of that in you can text usually if you if you don't hear from me on text you can find me on Twitter so if it's after hours like you're listening to the show on delay after hours, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Swan. So you've got several ways to get a hold of me. Here's a question that uh, came in yesterday that I didn't get a chance to get to. If softball doesn't win conference tournament, do you think they have a good shot at an at-large bid? I think they've got a good shot. If the softball team, by the way, they won today. Softball was in action earlier today and beat Moorhead State nine to one. So the Thundering Herd doing well. We've got to get ready for the road trip against Western Kentucky. Now, I think if the team continues to win, makes a, a good run in the Conference USA tournament, if doesn't win the Conference USA tournament, then I think you got an opportunity here for an at-large bid. They're pretty good right now. They're pretty good. So let's hope that they go ahead and just win the Conference tournament. That would be awesome. Ultimately, what I want to see happen, winning the Conference USA tournament. And I'm sure that Megan Smith Lyon wants to see that happen as well. So we'll get your questions in like that. Take your phone calls and your texts. Coming up on the show later on this hour, uh, we're going to talk to the first year manager of the Charleston Dirty Birds. Billy Horn is going to join us. Uh, he will be on the program about. 5 45 tonight so he is going to check in with us the dirty birds are getting ready for the opener taking on the staten island fairy hawks dirty birds against the fairy hawks that's actually a cool name i'm not gonna lie staten island you know the fairy of course and the fairy hawks that's all right that meets with my approval I like that. And, of course, the Dirty Birds, you know the nickname of the Dirty Birds mascot as chosen by the fans of the Charleston Dirty Birds? Dusty. That's not actually bad. That's not bad at all. That's pretty good because he's the Dirty Bird. He's Dusty. Get that. that that's cool. I like that. So he's a mean-looking bird too. He, he, he looks like he could go in a fight. So that's what's coming up. We're gonna talk minor league baseball with the manager, Billy Horn. He joins us a little bit later. On are you heading up to Charleston? If you're if you're in if you're in the immediate area here in reach of the radio signal, are you heading to the game to see the Dirty Birds? Are you planning to go maybe not right away? Just head up for some minor league baseball fun. Be great to have some baseball again, wouldn't it, that you could actually get to? You know, I know we get the herd on route two, but you know the Dirty Birds, of course, professional baseball should be fun. I'm looking forward to seeing what the Dirty Birds can do. So that's coming up later on, and of course, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about what's happening with the herd. Speaking of baseball, Ohio State comes back, gets the win over the Thundering Herd yesterday, seven to six. I thought Marshall was going to win that one for for the longest time. I thought Marshall was going to win that, and then I looked and was like, oh. Ohio State put four on the board, so not meant to be for the thundering herd. And of course, we had Pirates baseball earlier today. That just wrapped up a few minutes ago. The Pirates made it interesting toward the end, however, wasn't meant to be as well as the Brewers get the win for the two. At one point, the Brewers led four nothing. So the Pirates did put a little bit more of an interesting spin on this. We'll see what happens uh, the rest of the way, but the, I'll tell you what—it's better to be a Pirates fan right now than a Reds fan. I'll tell you that. At least the Pirates have put together some wins. It's not—if you're a Reds fan right now, you're you're not living off this team. You're living off memories of when the Reds were good. This team is not good whatsoever. But where else you're gonna go? Where else are you gonna go? You know, here's a suggestion—you're gonna get a Charleston. Go see the Dirty Birds. Hey. You going to make that trip to see the Reds play or are you going to make that uh, short hop over to Charleston and see the Dirty Birds. Now you you could go to, you could go to Lexington. They've got two baseball teams. They got two teams and you you could go see the Legends Lexington Legends, you could go see the Dirty Birds play the Lexington Legends. That There you go. That's your that's your baseball road trip right there. So we'll talk all about that. Get your phone calls in, your text as well. Again, let me give you that number so you have it. It's uh, brand new, so we're hitting it a little heavy for you, so you get used to it. It's 304-396-8255. That's 304-396-TALK. That's the text line to be a part of the program. Twitter as well. You can find me at Paul Swan. We're going to talk a little bit more about what's happening tonight. We've got baseball to talk about later on as well. We're going to uh, get all your phone calls and texts in. So, all that's coming up. Thanks for sticking around. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.
0: This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC.
1: We're back on the Wednesday, April 20th edition. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Our text line is open for you at 877. It's a phone line. 877 420 Talk. Text line is 304 396 Talk. You can use either or. That's fine. You can use them both. Those are the numbers to be a part of the program. Again, 304 396 8255. The text line and the talk line, 877 420 Talk. That's 877 420 8255. For you to be a part of today's edition. Of course, if you're listening to the show on demand and you want to get a message to me, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Swan. So there's your options to be a part of the program today. Coming up later on, we're going to hear from the first-year manager of the Charleston Dirty Birds, Billy Horn. First-time manager. First time taking the the, the big role as the, the manager. So looking forward to, to catching up with him. So, social media today. I've got an interesting mix of social media. Because here in the Greater Huntington Metroplex, the greater Huntington area. You would think that Marshall was maybe non existent in certain parts of the tri state, like, say, Kentucky, where when Marshall's not doing well, the Kentucky fans uh, are on the uh, West Virginia side of the river come out and support Kentucky more like in the NCAA tournament, for example. yeah, you know, Marshall's not in the NCAA tournament, so you know, who are we all rooting for? Kentucky, right? Yeah, yeah, you know. You, you know the deal. You live here. So today my social media feed just blew up because Oscar sheebway back. He's not going anywhere. He's going to stay at UK. Got some unfinished business. Basically said that uh, God wasn't done with him yet where he's at, so he's got more business to attend to. So he's going to come back. And that makes UK automatically a top team again. They're going to be a contender with him and with a little bit more experience with him. I mean, he might come out and be a a, a ball of fire. So UK definitely not going away anytime soon. Oscar Shibway coming back, and then uh, Kofi Cockburn, Illinois. He is entering the NBA draft. So it's not that Oscar wouldn't have gone high. It's just maybe he he wants to take care of some business first at UK, and that's not a bad play. I am never against a player staying and then going into the NBA because, I mean, look at it this way. If you take care of everything first on the college side and then you go to the NBA, you're going to be good. You're going to be good. And if you can't make it to the NBA, well, then stick it around for college. Well, make sure that you're going to be good anyway. And unless you are a lottery pick I mean unless you are a guaranteed first rounder, guaranteed. I think you should you should look at your options. You know, why you want to be if you're not a, if you're not first rounder, I mean are you a second rounder? If you're not a first rounder, is there any guarantee that you're a second rounder? There's not. There's not a guarantee whatsoever. So again, they're they're throwing that kind of money at me. I'm looking at it like, yeah, I kind of want to take advantage of that. But you know what? Now, way college athletics starting to be structured. A player of Oscar Shibway's caliber can take advantage of name, image, and likeness and other opportunities. So the money isn't as much of the issue right away. If you just want to get going and you think you're going to be successful, and you're guaranteed, you're guaranteed you're going to hit. Sure, you take that, you take that next step, but. I don't think this uh, lowers Oscar's stock whatsoever. Probably going to enhance it. He has another outstanding year. I mean, Player of the Year. You got back-to-back Player of the Year. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty good resume there. It doesn't guarantee you're going to make it on an NBA team, but still, name, image, and likeness has kind of kind of nullified that a little bit. Don't have to rush out because you'll you'll look at past tweets. Because again, Twitter is the press conference of the world for uh, for college athletes. Yeah, got to take this opportunity. Yeah, you know, financial finance has always come up, or it used to come up, and so now maybe not so much. But again, if you are if you're a top level guy with the landscape of now, top level here. I'm not talking about average run of the mill guy. And let's be honest, there are a few if you're a lottery caliber pick, if you are a guaranteed first rounder, and I'm not talking about someone who might get uh, an invite, a walk on or something here. Yeah, hey, we're we're gonna, you know, free agent pick up here. You know, no, I'm talking about if you are that level of a guy, you're gonna have some revenue streams here. Because if you're the level of player that's not going to be a first-rounder, then you're not leaving anyway unless you just want to leave. You just want to leave, go to a – you want to get in a transfer portal maybe. You're trying to improve your stock, but you're not leaving for the NBA. Or maybe you're making that mistake. I don't know. So a guy like Oscar, you know what? I can stick around for a year. and get a little bit better, improve my stock. If not already, enhance it a little bit. Of course I'm Oscar Sheebway. I can take advantage of name image and likeness. I can have revenue streams. He's at Kentucky so he's he's a nationally known player. so he has a large platform. Of course, at the same time how how much of a how much of a, an influencer would he be because we're not looking at national as far as these players are concerned. He's a he's a UK guy right now, so let's just say is, man, for lack of a better, let's say I don't know. Say is Audi is he gonna is he gonna get a name, image, and likeness deal with Audi maybe to sell cars? I mean, he did. Who's he selling cars to? Hey, look, Oscar Shebele has an Audi. I'm not getting I'm not getting an Audi. Or, hey. Oscar Shibway is at the local local Chevy dealer. First of all, I don't think he would take the Chevy deal, but hey, we got Oscar Shibway here. You know, you're going to make a little money here, it just depends, you know, what what the product is. So, but there's still avenues for him. You don't have to just jet and go, I'm going to go NBA. Cuz if you're not a guaranteed lock, if you are not a home run, you are Signing with an agent, you're going to get into the NBA. You're going to be first round, maybe even the first pick. If you're not that level of a guy, you're better off just staying. And Oscar, I think he's at that level, but at the same time, probably making the best decision for him. And then, you know, Kofi Cockburn, he's going to say, "Hey, look, I'm going to, I'm going to go," because he's at Illinois. What's a what's what's name, image, and likeness opportunities like for? a player coming out of Illinois. I mean, what's the revenue stream there? Cuz yes, we're talking Big 10, we're talking Illinois, good basketball. But again, what's the what's the financial incentive there? Cuz I honestly think if you're at Kentucky, you probably have a bigger footprint. You could probably take advantage. And they're they're a little bit more basketball crazy in Lexington than they probably are for Illinois. I'll put Kentucky fans up against Illinois fans any day, and you're going to win because the insanity for the UK fans are going to out, just out measure the Illinois fan experience. So, you know, if I'm Kofi Cockburn, I'm like, yeah, I can go. Texter writes in Did you see college football news predicted Marshall to win the Sun Belt? The college football news? The college football news. I thought they hated a the herd over their college football news. Pete Futak still running that thing. Used to have him on all the time back in the in the days. That's um. Uh, that's okay. That's pretty. That's pretty bold. You'd roll in the first year and win the Sun Belt. Okay. Keep an eye on that one. See if other publications are going to pick Marshall as well. I mean, Coastal's going to be good. I think Appalachian State is going to be good. And don't forget the West Division is going to be solid as well. But that's, uh, that's strong. No, I didn't see that. I hadn't, hadn't checked out college football news in some time. So, predicted to win the Sun Belt. Don't tell Coach Huff that. Don't tell Coach Huff that whatsoever. Because... He's going to have to uh, avoid the rat poison. See, you've mentioned that to him, he'll say that's rat poison. That's you know, that that's my job. My job is to to serve up the rat poison. I wonder where we've heard that before. Sounds a little Nick Sabanish. I mean, he did he did study under the the great Nick Saban. So, you know, rat that's rat poison. He'll say that's that is what that is. So, but no, that's um I wonder what the other publications are going to do. I hadn't even got to that point yet because, again, you know, some of these things are written so far ahead of time, put together. They come out. I mean, the, the physical copies have got to hit the printer sooner than later. So you're getting stuff that comes out. Now I'll, I'll still grab some of these things. And, of course, you know, you've got the Phil Steele edition that comes in, um, what is it, Five Pounds, a magazine that comes out. But, okay, if College Football News is predicting Marshall to win the Sun Belt, there some other publications might look at Marshall and be seeing something there. Like, okay, this team might have the potential to win the Sun Belt. Wouldn't that be something? The herd comes in. First year. Comes in. Year two under Coach Huff. Bringing in all his players. He's a little bit more seasoned. Things are getting better. Marshall comes in. Wins the Sun Belt. Goes to a bowl game. Wins the bowl game. Then... Do you see other schools come a-knocking on Coach Huff's door? To catch 22, on the one hand, hey, that means Coach is doing something right. On the other hand, that means Coach might be looking at what they're offering and say, hey, I can't turn that down. I mean, of course, that's, that's just complete speculation on my part. That's just complete speculation here. That's uh, I'm not saying that that's what's happening here. I mean, he might, you know, he might be courted by a lot of – if you win the Sun Belt first year out and you got a team that's looking really good here, I mean, you know he's going to be courted. And, of course, that's going to mean that you're doing something right. Because if they're not calling, you're not doing it right. That's how it works. If they're not calling you, you're not doing it right. If you're not coming up in these conversations, you're not doing it right. All right, quick timeout. We'll open up the, tone, the phone lines for you. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Our text line This hour, and it's a brand new one, so again, I'm going to stress it to you. It's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. More coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930.
0: This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930, presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank.
1: Text line's still open. Phone line's open as well. We'll take those texts at 304-396-8255. That's 304-396-TALK. And the toll-free number brought to you by White Claw Heart Seltzer. It is made pure it is 877-420-8255. That's 877-420-TALK. Coming up in the next segment, we're going to talk a little Charleston Dirty Birds baseball with you as the dirty birds getting ready for the start of activities in charleston once again and billy horn is going to join us here in a few minutes so we'll talk to billy get the lay of the land as the dirty birds begin action in charleston so that's what's coming up and then of course Tomorrow, it'll be our uh, Thursday edition of the show, so we're going to hear comments from Coach Huff, kind of get an idea of where we're at with the Thundering Herd before the final two practices. And, of course, they're not going to go in full pads on Thursday. I'm sorry, on Friday. They're not going to do full pads. And then Saturday is the green and white game. And did you see the the Jones Zone, all the festivity and activities going on, the Jones Zone got the inflatables you're going to have the game are you, answer this honestly for me is there anything going on with the festivities and activities at the Jones Zone or anything like that that is exciting you you're like hey I want to do that I want to be excited there I want to go and you know I want to go eat there hang out there I want to go watch the game on the on the big screen I want to take advantage of the music the vendors I want I, it's fun it's going to be great weather I want to come out and have some fun Or are you like, if I can't go in and watch the game, I'm I'm not doing it. I mean, where are you at on that? So be honest with me. Let me know where where you're sitting on that. Is this something that you you think is maybe – it's a one-year thing, though, because next year it'll be at the stadium. Turf will be down at that point. Yeah, with the Kelly Green end zone. Pulling for the Kelly Green. I'm I'm rooting for the Kelly Green end zone. I know I'm getting a little resistance from the youth movement here, but I'm – taking that Kelly Green end zone here. I think the Kelly Green end zone, you know, make the, maybe you make the Marshall font black in the Kelly Green. We can we can have it both ways. The Marshall font in black in the Kelly Green. That might be cool. I think that that would be really cool. But of course, you get an opportunity to vote. They're going to have the designs where you can see them. If you haven't seen them yet, if you're not, on social media you're not online you're doing it old school you show up you kind of see what what they look like voice which one you like if you pick the gray you're we're not the same if you take the gray do you think the gray looks good we're not the same we we do not have common ground the gray is terrible watch the next time i get christian spears in here hey what'd you think of the gray paul Loved it. Loved it, Christian. Loved it. Be a flat lie. Not taking the... I could live with the black, though. The black would be cool as well. So that's where we stand with what's happening. You can do that. Our text line is wide open for you. 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. By the way... Where are you with the... Are we all decided it's going to be the black or the green, the Kelly green? I mean, I've heard arguments both ways. Hey, like, hey, the black really makes the Kelly green pop. Well, I'd ri- rather just have, like, Kelly green end zone. Like, I, I, I want to see Kelly green and white everywhere and have the black as some sort of accent color. But I'm not going to be mad if it's black end zones. At least it's not something atrocious like what Kentucky did with the checkerboard, the blue and white checkerboard. At least it's not atrocious like that. That's something I'm I'm happy, I'm grateful for, that we didn't get anything. We didn't get a. We're not ripping off anyone. There's no uh, there's no ripoff there of say Tennessee like Kentucky did. So at least the, uh, I did see some people though on social media kind of say, look, these are kind of bland. You know, what the big deal is, it's kind of a bland design anyway. I mean, how much can you do? What can you really do with turf? I mean, how many how many ways can you put together turf? Can you can you spice it up a little bit? Sure. Put some color in the Sunbelt logo. Yeah, that'd be cool. Make sure that yeah the Block M is there. Okay, that's good. Make sure that's taken care of. Scripts in there, the font, Marshall font, that's okay, that's good. Uh, I think you two tone the turf. I think that would look good. Some things like that. Yeah, I know we haven't really talked about the 75. I think the 75 is not, I don't know if I would have it where it's at, only because I think it's not going to be prominent. It's going to be covered up most of the time. People are going to be walking, you know, over it in those areas. Sure. I mean, you might see it now and then. I don't know if it's, that's a, yeah, you know, if that's where you put that. After all, you know, the I get the symbolism, you know, why you want to have that there, but at the same time, I don't know if I like where that's at. I don't know if it's prominent enough for where the the most exposure is gonna be. And of course, you know, we can't can't wait to see what some of the other things are gonna happen with the stadium. So I'm looking forward to seeing what's happening there. All right, we're going to go early because I want to uh, bring in here, uh, get him in here in the next couple minutes, the manager of the Charleston Dirty Birds, Billy Horn. He's going to join us on the program. We're going to talk to him about what's happening with the Dirty Birds. The opener is coming up. First pitch, 635 tomorrow, Appalachian Power Park against the Staten Island Ferry Hawks. I mean, I haven't seen their logo. Is it an actual hawk that's driving a ferry? Is it you know what? I mean, if you're the ferry hawks, it's got to be a it's got to be a bird on a boat. You can't. I mean, you can't do hawks without the boat. I mean, it's like Dirty Birds. You get the coal miner hat. You get that. You understand that. But if it's ferry hawks, they're better. Ryan Cirque is doing massive research as we speak. Enlighten me. Is this Fairy Hawks logo cool?
2: I mean I do like it, but it doesn't have a bird driving a ferry, unfortunately.
1: What? No, what 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 is it? what is it then?
2: So it's a bird kind of punching the water and there's a bridge in the background and the bird is holding a baseball bat.
1: So he's punching the water. I mean he's just mad at the water. That's what you're telling him. He's mad at the water.
2: It, pretty much. And then he has an SI on his tail, which I assume stands for Staten Island.
1: Okay. And that's fine. That's fine. You represent. All right.
2: I like the Dirty Birds better. Oh, you found something else. That was actually not his tail. That was my eyes deceiving me. That is actually a boat next to him. So it's an SI on a ferry boat behind him so there is a boat in the logo
1: but he's not driving it he's just, no he's, he's not he's cruising by it alright um, yeah that's a fail for me it's okay it's okay I'm gonna take Dirty Birds logo I'm gonna take that the the badge I'm gonna take the badge of the, of the birds coming up Billy Horn manager of the Charleston Dirty Birds, here on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.
0: This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. Baseball's back in the
1: capital city. The Charleston Dirty Birds will take the field tomorrow, the opener. It's going to be fun. It's just going to be fun because you've got the Dirty Birds taking on the Staten Island Fairy Hawks. And to tell us more about his team and what we can expect this season is the manager of the Dirty Birds. I want to welcome to the program now Billy Horn. Billy, thanks for taking a few minutes out of your day to do this. Looking forward to the start of baseball tomorrow.
3: Oh, so are we. Thank you so much for having us on tonight. Uh, beautiful day here in uh, in Charleston, beautiful weather, and uh, we're just we're so excited to get going.
1: And congratulations. I know this has got to be exciting for you. You've been in baseball for, for quite some time now, but this is your first opportunity to actually be ultimately the guy in charge. So I'm sure there's a lot of, I don't want to say butterflies, but I know there's got to be a lot of excitement for you when you take the field tomorrow.
3: Yeah, there sure is. I mean, this is uh, is actually my second time managing, but first time managing in this league. I have managed before uh, in the Frontier League a couple of years ago, but uh, whether you've managed for 10 years, 20 years, your first year, the the butterflies are always there. Matter of fact, um, you know, we were talking today and kind of had them today. You know, it's tomorrow's here. It's the real deal. We've had our spring training for 10 days, and, uh, you know, we've got 27 outstanding young men, uh, down there, you know, in our clubhouse, and they're all just itching to get out there and, uh, you know, put on a good show and and uh, hopefully have a great season uh, here in Charleston.
1: What made Charleston a good fit for you? What attracted you to the position?
3: You know, it, the people that work here. You know, I, I've always felt that we are in, you know, the communications and relationship business, and you know, the people that run the show here between Andy Shea, Chuck Domino, Mary Nixon, and the rest of the front office made it very easy. Um, to leave High Point. I was in a great spot for the last couple of years with some really great people, and and uh, I miss them them dearly and talk to them every day. But, you know, having the opportunity to come here and work for this organization and for this city, uh, I love Charleston. We've been here a bunch, and uh, my wife and I love it. We fit right in, and uh, it's awesome. Love the mountains, love the, uh, not so much the cold weather, but, uh, you know, love that small-town feel for sure.
1: Yeah, the weather's been schizophrenic, but it's going to get better, and, of course, yeah, you're gonna have a, a, a long season to enjoy every different experience of, of weather all in one season. I'm sure we'll see snow again. I'm sure we'll see rain. All of that's coming, but the fans, I'm sure, are excited. We get to see what the Dirty Birds are all about. You know, how do you like your team so far? Uh, what's uh, what's standing out to you as uh, you put this thing together?
3: You know, the first thing that we really noticed the first day was just the chemistry amongst these guys. Um, it's virtually a brand new team. We've only got uh, six guys back from last year, um, you know. But all these guys are coming in. Most of our guys are, you know, former major league players, uh, AAA experienced players. You know, just a great group of guys. And you know, to bring back obviously Alberto Cayasso and Yovi Gonzalez and Scotty Kelly and Joe Testa, some household names here in Charleston. And then, you know, we're we feel like we're pretty loaded up. You know, obviously on the pitching side. You know, adding Justin Miller, you know, who was just in the big leagues the last seven years in a row. And, you know, we've got so many good arms and so many uh, so many good guys that can swing the bat and um, really great personalities that are definitely going to fit in here. And hopefully that translates to uh, a lot of wins.
1: Joining us on the program, Billy Horn, manager of the Charleston Dirty Birds. So, of course, this is the second go-around now with – with the league and with the Dirty Birds, you know, finally being officially the Dirty Birds now, but this is the second year going in this league, in this format. You know, you're getting a lot of players that are coming in, trying to work their way back. You got a a lot of experience, a lot of talent. Do you find that this level of baseball, you're probably getting actually a better brand of baseball with that experience and with a lot of guys that are pretty hungry right now. This isn't, yeah, you know, not necessarily just the last stop for some of these guys. You know, this is just an alternate path, and it feels like, you know, some of these guys maybe have a chip on their shoulder, want to make it to the the big leagues. Other guys want to make it back, so it's a different feeling.
3: Oh, you're, you're a thousand percent correct. Uh, I think we have eleven or 12, 12 guys on our roster with AAA time. We've got five or six, you know, former big leaguers and uh, a couple of AA guys. So this is an extremely experienced group. You know, um, obviously, you know, on the field, the talent, uh, these guys know what it takes. And, and and being around these guys, it just makes our job, you know, uh, from the coaching staff side, it makes our job so e- so much easier because they know what to do. They, they know how to play the game. They know how to prepare, you know, things of that nature. So, you know, we just, you know, kind of roll out the red carpet and let them go do their thing. So, um, you know, like I said, like you said, you know, ultimately their goal is to get back, you know, two affiliated baseball. And that's our goal. You know, our goal is to put them in a, in a position to succeed and, and play their game. And, you know, the funny thing is, is, you know, when these guys get here, especially if they've never been in independent baseball before they really find the love of the game again. And they're really able to find who they are as a baseball player as well. You know, there's no analytics department and a swing coach and all these people telling them what to do. We just let them go out there and be themselves. And, uh, you know, and performing, it's been a great recipe for success the last, you know, 15, 20 years throughout all of independent baseball. And, uh, you know, the Atlantic League does a great job of, you know, putting on a great product and, and giving these guys a second, third, or, you know, fourth fourth chance to, to get back there. So it's uh, it's very, very special to see on a, on a daily basis.
1: I'm sure that's going to be tough for you, though, because you've got a lot of guys with experience, so they have been at higher levels, they know what to do, but... At the same time, there's always something you can do more. So I'm sure that's where you step in. Like, okay, yeah, maybe I can give you that extra nudge you need.
3: <laughs> yeah, and that's just from getting to know your players and knowing their personalities. You know, it's uh, kind of like parenting. You know, well, my son can be pushed, and my daughter, eh, she's kind of shy, she can't. You know, so you fill out the guys, you fill out their personalities, and you see what uh, what it takes to push their buttons, and then uh, you know if they need that little kick or you know, a little bit uh, more a vote of a confidence, you know, kind of conversation. And, you know, you give that to them and hopefully they respond and respond in a positive light. And, you know, again, hopefully it translates on the field and and have these guys perform and do well. And uh, and again, as long as we keep moving guys, you know, up, up the ladder and, and it translates to us winning ballgames, you know, we, we can sleep pretty well at night.
1: Charleston Dirty Birds manager Billy Horn joining us. So you've settled on your opening day pitcher Kevin Hergett, is that correct? It's a, you know, you're uh, you're ready to go and uh, you're looking for him to, to start us off one and zero.
3: That's that's the plan. That's the plan, and uh, he's excited. You know, we were talking a little bit before, and and uh, he had a big grin on his face, and he's very very excited, very proud, and, and he feels very blessed to be in this opportunity. And uh, yeah, hopefully he gets us off to the right start, and we just keep rolling from there.
1: What is it about him that uh, made you uh, feel like he was the guy to get things going the right direction?
3: So we had it set up where we had another guy by the name of Bubba, Der- Bubba Derby. He was going to be our opening day starter, and well, a couple of days ago he got picked up by a major league organization. You know, that's just us doing our job, and it just fell. It fell into his throwing progression that we can move him up two days, and he fit right into opening the opening day slot, and um, he's also. Pretty far along in his throwing progression, so hopefully we're going to get five, six innings out of him, um, you know, to start out, and and we'll see where we go in the bullpen from there. The the scoreboard will dictate where we go from there.
1: <laughs> what can we expect from the Staten Island Ferry Hawks? Uh, I uh, I know this is going to be hard to scout as everybody's putting their teams together, but you know, what's your early read on them?
3: Well, the early read on them is is kind of just like us, a lot of experience. Um, they've got a lot of guys that uh, can pitch. You know, deep into ball games, a lot of guys that throw strikes. And um, they're kind of built, we're built a little bit more on uh, on speed, you know, singles and doubles hitters. Uh, I think they're going to present a little bit more power, you know, out the gate based on their roster and, and the past uh, history of those players. So, um, you know, as long as they score less runs than we do, uh, it it doesn't matter how many home runs they hit, right?
1: 11-10, <laughs> that's fine, as long as the Dirty Birds win. that's That's, that's all you want.
3: That's all we want, and a good show, and hopefully, uh, you know, the, it looks like the weather's going to cooperate with us not only tomorrow but the rest of the weekend, and hopefully we get a, you know, a lot of people at the ballpark having a good time and and uh, and enjoying some good family
1: entertainment. 6.35 tomorrow, first pitch. Dirty Birds taking on the Ferry Hawks. Billy Horn, my guest, uh, before we let you go, Billy, uh, anything uh, coming up here? Because I know um, with Meyer League Baseball over the years, we've seen some crazy things, and I know – You've probably got an idea of what craziness we're going to see with the Dirty Birds. Anything you maybe you want to share with us to get us excited?
3: I don't think I'm allowed to. You got to come out to the ballpark and see for yourselves, everybody. I know that's I know that's what my uh, front office would want me to say.
1: (laughs) That is that is the best answer you can give because you'll make them happy, and that's all that matters right now.
3: (laughs) Yeah, you got to make those. You got to make that. No, there's going to be all kinds of on-field entertainment and. uh, we had a dry run the other day during our exhibition game with the music and all that stuff, and everything went really, really smooth. So we're expecting a great a great turnout, a great show, and, and a lot of fun.
1: Billy, thanks for doing this. Uh, I'm excited. Dirty Birds taking the field tomorrow, 635 Appalachian Power Park against the Staten Island Ferry Hawks. We'll get you back soon, Billy, and uh, good luck. Good luck out there. It's going to be fun tomorrow.
3: Appreciate it. Can't wait, and uh, thank you again for having us on here today.
1: That's Billy Horan, the manager of the Charleston Dirty Birds, taking on the Staten Island Ferry Hawks. That is coming up tomorrow in Appalachian Power Park, set for 635. That's going to be first pitch. So uh, I was a little skeptical last year. I'm like, okay, what's what's this going to look like? You got guys coming in. Used to be in Major League Baseball. You got guys that are in AAA. Okay, what's this going to look like? And, and you know what? It turned out all right. It was pretty good, actually. It was a lot better than what I was expecting. And I know some people in my orbit a little bit were like, "Yeah, nobody, nobody really cares about this." No, I, I think they've done a great job of getting people to actually be excited because at the end of the day, you're going out to a baseball game. You're going out to see a baseball game. If you love baseball. You're getting some pretty good baseball. Plain and simple. I mean, if you're going out to single A baseball, the best you could do is say, oh, hey, that guy went up to double A. I mean, I, I always thought that going, you know, leagues that are going upward, that's where it's at. You don't want to really, leagues that are like, okay, these are people on their last leg. Yeah, you know what leagues I'm talking about. There are leagues out there like that. They're just, they're coming down and they, they keep descending, and, and here's, a, here's where they're at mean, because we saw a lot of those leagues in other sports. But uh, I think there's some actual success here with this league, with players moving up. Like, okay, this, is, hey, you know what, you, you know, maybe you were overlooked, or hey, we, we got a spot for you. You're doing pretty good. So, you know, that was, that was really good to see last year. So I'm sold on this. Ryan Cirk is not sold on this because, well, he's not a baseball guy. You're a soccer guy. Tomorrow's your final day. You're bringing us cake, right, to, uh, to, to celebrate, to thank us for uh, for everything that we have done for you tomorrow. You're bringing us cake?
2: I think it's more su- suiting that you bring me the cake, and then I say you're welcome for my time here.
1: Well, think about that. I'll take it under advisement for tomorrow's show. So uh, your, your final day tomorrow, who have you booked other than yourself for the show tomorrow? Who's coming on? Uh, the only two people I know are you and me. Okay, so it'll be a five-star episode of the show tomorrow. Come on. I've done all your work for you this week. You're welcome, by the way.
2: I mean, that's debatable, but I'll take
1: it. I've done all your work for you. Hey, Ryan, go get this person. Hey, Ryan, I've got this person for you. All your work. You're welcome. That does it for this edition for our producer, Ryan Sirk, who uh, will be with us one final time tomorrow. I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for being a part of today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.